Hello everyone. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Vivin Satyan and I'm a tech consultant for the Active Directory team here at Manage Engine. And I've been with Manage Engine for over seven years now. All right. Now, what are we going to cover in this podcast? Now, this podcast, we'll be talking about a major component in Active Directory. So this is for my Active Directory administrators. And especially in Active Directory, one thing that affects all uh, your infrastructure is the group policy. So now I'm going to be talking about group policy and some do's and don'ts of group policy. All right. So nothing much. We have uh, close to seven uh, points or best practices, as I would call it, with regards to group policy. And let's get started. Now, before getting started with the points, let me give you a disclaimer here. Now, group policy is something that is not a one-size-fits-all thing, right? Every Active Directory environment is different, every company is different, and there's no one common solution for group policy. Now, the best practices that have worked for uh, certain environments might not work well for others. All I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to give you the common best practices around group policy so that you can better harden your Active Directory infrastructure. All right, without any further ado, let's start with point number one. Whenever we talk about group policy, the first thing that comes to our mind is the default domain policy. Now, please, please, please do not modify the default domain policy. Now, this GPO should only be used for account policy settings, password policy, account locker policy, and Kerberos policy. Just four. Let me repeat. Account policy settings, password policy, account lockout policy, and Kerberos policy. All right. Any other settings should be put into a separate GPO. The default domain policy is set at the domain level. What that means is it's going to uh, affect or it's going to take effect on all your users and computers. So it is better that we do not modify the default domain policy except for the four settings that I just mentioned. Point number two. Again, there's another policy, default domain controller policy. The first one was default domain policy, and the second one is default domain controller policy. Now, this GPO, the default domain controller GPO, should only contain two things, user rights assignment policy and audit policy. Any other setting that you'd like to apply to the domain controllers should be set in a separate GPO. Again, the same principle, a separate GPO, right? Please do not modify the default ones, default domain policy or the default domain controller policy. Please keep the modifications to a bare minimum, only the things that I suggested. Number three, I walked into uh, a couple of uh, active directory infrastructures and then um, uh, had a look at their OU structure. Now, if you are looking for a tip, to make your life a lot more easier in terms of Active Directory administration, the first place that I would start off with is having a good OU structure, right? Now, if you have a good OU structure, it makes it easier for you to apply group policy. Number two, it makes it very, very easier for you to troubleshoot group policy settings. It is not as uh, hard as people think. Group policy, uh, policy troubleshooting can be really simple if your structuring of the OU is good, right? Now, I would recommend separate OUs for users, separate OUs for computers, 
And if you are an administrator managing multiple sites or multiple countries, then I would say go with the right naming convention, right? So just pick a country and then ha have users belonging to that country in a separate OU, computer objects belonging to that specific uh, country in a different OU, and clearly name it. Now, if you follow a good OU structure, you get two things. It becomes much more easier for you to administer GPUs and also troubleshoot GPUs, right? Now, point number four. Where do you apply the GPUs? Now, we've looked at what not to do with the GPUs, which is do not modify your default domain policy or the default domain control policy and having a good OU structure and all that stuff. Now, let's talk about applying GPUs. Now, always try to apply GPUs at OU level, right? Why? You might ask me, why should you do that, right? Applying GPUs at an OU level will allow the sub-OUs, or let's call them child OUs, to inherit the policies, right? This way, you don't need to link a policy to each individual OU or organizational unit. So if you have users or computers that you don't want to inherit a setting, let's say, then you put them in their own OU and apply a policy directly to that OU, right? Again, I go back to the point of troubleshooting. This becomes much more easier. This uh, uh, kind of, you know, uh, loses the knot with regards to uh, troubleshooting GPO issues. Apply GPOs at OU level. And if you do not want the sub-OUs to inherit the setting of that parent GPO, you can create another GPO and then link it to the sub-OU, right? As simple as that. All right. Point number five is one thing that I see with uh, the beginners uh, with G GPO. Um, I'm, I'm referring to my uh, IT administrators. I'm not referring to my group policy professionals here. The beginners, uh, more often than not, if, if, if you feel that a GPO should not be linked to an OU, right? So we've had this requirement a couple of times so uh, you create a gpu and then you link it to an ou and then you think uh that was not a good decision so let me just go ahead and and um undo uh the process right so if you would like to unlink okay a gpu uh, from an ou please uh, have this in mind instead of disabling the gpu okay you just do a right click and you disable instead of doing it please delete it okay now let me be very clear i'm not saying delete the gpu i'm saying delete the link okay if you do a right click on the gpu and you hit disable that operation is going to stop or that's going to affect the gpu in a way that it will stop being processed in the entire domain and this could cause problems and you don't want that right so instead of disabling the links for the gpu or instead of disabling the gpus you just go ahead and delete the link. So you would still have the GPO for which you deleted the link in your GPO's container, right? So you're not deleting the GPO, you're just deleting the link. So this is one thing that I wanted to uh, share with you, okay? And again, naming conventions. Now, when you have too many GPOs, it becomes really complicated. So you'll have to be really quick 
in actually identifying a GPO and how many users and computers does it affect and what is the resultant policy of a specific uh, domain and all that stuff. So all this can be made uh, a lot more easier by renaming the GPO. So if you have a GPO in place, you think that uh, uh, the GPO uh, troubleshooting process or identifying a GPO is a bit troublesome, then I want you to try and use descriptive GPO names because this is going to uh, make your GPO infrastructure a lot more clutter-free, all right? And how do you actually speed up processing, speed up GPO processing, okay? When you have too many GPUs, too many users, too many computer objects in your infrastructure, now how do you ensure that uh, the the processing speed of GPUs is, 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 is good. One thing that you can do is find out for stale GPUs. You heard me right, stale GPUs. Now, what do I mean by stale GPUs is unused GPUs, okay? You can disable the unused configuration, user configuration, unused computer configuration, or GPUs that have not been touched at all, okay? So when you create a GPU and you don't link it to something, then the creation date and the last modified date will be the same. Okay, so that's when you know that the GPU has not been touched. And if you find such a GPU in your organization uh, sitting there in your infrastructure for more than two years and the GPU has not been uh, in contact with any object in your infrastructure, it's high time that you actually uh, disable such GPUs. Okay, disable the uh, the GPU as such, or you can just go ahead and disable the computer and all the user configurations, uh, depending on your requirement. Now. My last point, my last point for GPOs is <clears throat> I want you to do three things with regards to GPOs. If you are a GPO administrator or an Active Directory administrator, I want you to have a tool in place for actually reporting on GPOs, detailed reporting, not the ones that I'm, not the ones that you have with your, uh, with your GPMC, uh, Group Policy Management Console. I'm not talking about that. Detailed uh, tool that could actually give you reports on GPOs recently created, recently modified, unused GPOs. And if at all you have uh, an option to automate the process of GPO management, please go ahead and do that too. Number two, the second suggestion that I wanted to give you is please uh, implement change auditing for your GPOs. Okay. Now, auditing as such is very important. And amongst auditing, GPO auditing is of at most importance, I would say, right? Why is that? Because when you talk about a user audit or when you talk about a group audit, you can you need to just worry about just, let's say, 10 or 20 parameters of that object. But when it comes to GPUs, we are talking about hundreds and hundreds of settings. So we'll have to take things one step further. And that is, when you audit a GPU, please make sure that you get the old and the new value of the change, right? So old value before the change and new value after the change so that uh, you can very well uh, see whether the new value is causing any problems, right? And you also know what is the old value. Now that takes me to the last point. The last point is please have a solution in place that allows you to back up and restore a GPO. So when I say backup and restore, I'm not talking about just a, a all or nothing kind of restore, no. I want you to be granular enough. I just want you to go to the specific setting and then granular that uh, GPO. I mean, be granular and then restore that setting inside of GPO. So if you follow these uh, points that I just mentioned, I am 
confident that your GPO, that your active directory infrastructure will be uh, in a better shape, at least for troubleshooting some of the common active directory issues. And you can also improve, um, I mean, you can also experience high processing in terms of uh, GPOs, all right? So with that said, uh, we come to the end of this podcast. Thank you very much for hearing. If you'd like to know more about the tools uh, related to uh, Active Directory Management or auditing, uh, please, please, please uh, visit the website adsolutions.manageengine.com. Thank you very much. All of you have a wonderful day.